Hello and welcome to this year's Drum Predictions Festival and our session on internet sustainability, reducing the CO2 of digital media. My name is Andrew Howard-Wright and I'm the Partnerships Director at Seen This UK. With 2021 behind us, the focus of what will happen in 2022 has begun, in particular around the topic of addressing the climate crisis and how our industry impacts this and the things that we can do to address it. However, it's important for us to take stock of key events and moments that have occurred over the last 12 months that have influenced the predictions I'm about to share with you. COP26 brought the issue of climate change to the global centre stage. And as politicians gathered around and made promises and pledges to cut countries' emissions, it quickly became clear that there was a large onus on individual sectors to innovate, to drive change on their own climate emissions, as well as behavioural and societal changes being required to ensure that we as a global population address the climate crisis. In Sir David Attenborough's words, we are the most innovative and greatest problem solvers this earth has ever seen. It is therefore up to the digital marketing and advertising industry to innovate and drive change to address its own impact on the climate crisis. And as an industry, we have started on this journey with the introduction of such initiatives as AdNet Zero, which laid out a five-step focus plan in order for agencies to address their own carbon impact. But as we progress into 2022, we must and we will shift our focus to that which makes digital advertising, marketing and general business communications possible, the internet. In doing so, we will start a collective journey towards a much-needed sustainable industry. This brings me to our predictions for 2022. Firstly, the demand for sustainable solutions to deliver digital advertising will accelerate due to the social and shareholder pressures on businesses to decarbonize. Secondly, as a result of this, companies within the media industry will need to broaden their focuses from the direct to the indirect, that being the internet and the ads that we run on it. And I'll dive into this in a little bit more detail shortly. Lastly, in order for us to do this as an industry and create change, we need to come together and decide and define an approach and measurement for the CO2 produced by the internet and digital advertising. In doing this, it will enable us as an industry to create change, quantify the impact of change, and drive focus and importantly, raise awareness that we do need to change our behaviours and the technologies we use. In order for us to understand these predictions, it requires a recognition and an understanding that the internet is indeed a polluter. We also need to explore the key trends that affect the internet and take a dive into the facts that we do know and those that we don't. And importantly, what do we agree and what don't we agree upon as an industry? And once I've done this, I'll also take a look at seeing this as own interpretation and calculations of CO2 emitted per gigabyte of data transferred on the internet. As a starting point, let's break down the internet. Simplified, the internet is a supply chain which transfers data from point A to B. This data may be in the form of image files, video files, or text files. And there's five steps along the way. Firstly, you have the data center. This is where the image is stored. And let's place this in LA for the moment. Next, you have the core networks. These are like the super highways of the internet, transferring that image file from LA to London. 
Once it reaches London, it's stored in what's known as a content delivery network, a localized storage center ready for use of a device within London. In order for that image file to get to the user's device, it has to travel via an access network operator. This might be a mobile network operator or a fixed broadband network operator. And lastly, the end user's device, whether it be a mobile device, tablet, desktop, or smart TV. It's these components and their usage that have led the internet to becoming a large global polluter, with conservative estimates placing the internet at 1.1 gigatons of CO2 produced per year. It puts us on par with the aviation industry at 2% of global emissions. Of this 2%, 30% of energy consumed comes from what's called data transfer. And that is the transfer of an image file from point A to point B. Furthermore, data consumption via the internet is going to grow at an exponential rate of about 44 times over the next 10 years. This is driven by three key factors. Firstly, the explosion of video content consumption. Next, we have a shift to mobile network and mobile subscriptions. Lastly, we have higher user expectations. As screen resolution improves, device types improve, processor chips improve, so do the users' expectations for clean, crisp HD quality experiences, which means that publishers, agencies, and advertisers have to keep pace. Currently, the industry is addressing this explosive growth of data transfer by either adding more resources such as CDNs or network infrastructure, as well as making these resources more effective to drive efficiencies in data transfer. By way of example, over the last decade, usage of data centers has almost doubled. However, energy consumption by them has largely remained unchanged. However, these energy efficiencies through innovation is not going to be enough as innovation is expected to be slower in growth than the actual use of data transfer on the internet with the respective 13% versus 40% growth per year. As an industry, if we stand a chance of creating a sustainable internet, we are going to have to reduce the amount of data transferred and the reliance on these resources and look at if, how, and when data should be transferred. Solutions that are going to be scalable and create meaningful impact must take into account the triple bottom line that was often referenced at COP26, and this is people, profit, and planet. One such example can be seen when we look at how a digital display ad is delivered to an end user. This happens regardless of if the site is polite loaded, lazy loaded, or just in time loaded. Every day, billions of ads are downloaded to a user's device out of view, and often these ads are never seen. This results in unnecessary data transfer, therefore creating unnecessary CO2 emissions. If, rather than downloading an ad, we switch that ad to streaming a display ad. We would remove this unnecessary data transfer, also increase the performance of that ad and increase the user end user experience, therefore hitting the triple bottom line that is referenced by COP26. This one change has the potential to remove millions, if not billions of tons of CO2 emissions from the internet's carbon footprint, as well as reducing pressure on the resources used to deliver the internet. It's worth noting at this point, the role in which green energy or clean energy has to play in creating a climate-friendly industry. It's widely publicized that many tech giants are using green energy to power their data centers, which is a great step in the right direction. However, 
there is still a limited supply of green energy available or renewable energy available to the world. And its rate of growth is not going to keep up with that of the needs of energy consumption of the global population. Now that we have established that the internet is a large polluter and that the rate of data transfer is going to grow over the coming years, let's look at the challenges we face as an industry in addressing this. One of the first issues that arises is the wide range of opinions on the actual impact and calculations of CO2 that are generated by the internet. The reason there is such disagreement and varying opinions is due to several factors. Firstly, innovation outpaces research. By the time a research paper is released, often device types have changed or processes or infrastructure has been updated, driving better energy efficiencies and moving the goalposts. Next, we have innovation also outstrips certification. What was considered best practice and sustainable now may not be so in six or 12 months time. We then have the individual influential players with their own opinions and their own business agendas which influence how they calculate CO2 emissions of the internet. And lastly, it goes without saying that the internet itself is a complex system with multiple technologies at play. Firstly, you have the horizontal value chain. This is what I previously mentioned from the data center through to the end user's device. Each of these components will increase or decrease energy consumption depending on their usage. Next, you have the vertical value chain, the physical cost and energy consumed to create and maintain the internet. You then have the amount of data and the type of data transferred. Is it a downloaded file? Is it a streamed TV? The complexity of the compute required to get that raw file will increase the energy consumed by that transaction. We then have the network connection types. Mobile network connections versus fixed broadband connections have different energy consumption rates. The device type will also have an impact on energy consumed based on the screen size. And lastly, we have the energy mix used to power the internet. Is it carbon heavy or is it green and clean energy? So let's take a look at seeing this as own take on how these factors influence the energy consumed by the internet. Firstly, we have the horizontal value chain. Seeing this has included every element of this from the data center through to the user's device. Next, we have the vertical value chain where we've considered three layers. The marginal energy used to transfer one gigabyte of data across the internet. Next, we have the energy used to produce and the infrastructure for the internet. And third, we have the CO2 relating to the raw materials for the internet. For the amount and type of data transferred, we've used the top-down approach and made no differentiation of data types. For network connections, we've included mobile network operators as a whole and similarly made no differentiation. For device types, we've included all device types and again, no differentiation has been made. And lastly, for the energy mix, we've assumed that all energy used has come from carbon-heavy sources. Now, the reason for this is that if we use carbon-heavy sources and we reduce the use of data, therefore reducing the CO2 emitted, it will either remove the CO2 entirety or it will free up more space to use green energy resources and reduce the pressure on the internet as a whole. Using this methodology, seeing this as calculated that for one gigabyte of data transferred across the internet, it equals one kilo of CO2 produced. As we progress into 2022, our industry has an opportunity to take action 
create clear, concrete next steps to make a real positive impact on the world's carbon emissions. The demand from consumers to understand how organisations are being sustainable and climate-friendly is only going to increase, therefore meaning that organisations are going to have to start their decarbonisation journey now. Right now, sustainable is a hot topic, but chances are in five years' time, it will merely be a hygiene factor for both digital and physical products. We as an industry need to broaden our focus to include scope three and the impact that the internet and digital ads have on climate change. As a first step, As an industry, we need to create standards for measuring the CO2 produced by the internet and digital ads. At Seamless, we commit to continually innovate and develop adaptive streaming technology that reduces data transfer. While developing new technologies that help companies improve their business performance as well as reduce their footprint. However, seeing this is but one company in a vast dynamic industry and it's imperative that other actors such as industry bodies, independent researchers and commercial organisations join together to commit to taking action. I invite you and your colleagues to read our new white paper, The Time to Act is Now. Join the global discussion for a more sustainable internet and ask you the question, We now as a collective must embark on a journey to address the carbon footprint of the internet and the ads in which the digital media industry delivers. Will you join us on this journey?